beautiful. It's gonna be an all time of the night. Alright, well, I got something for your ass. What are we driving? Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast. It's a show where two good friends come together every single week to discuss five minutes of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, we are still on Too Fast, Too Furious, unfortunately, but <laughs> I think we are halfway through now. Really? This is this is this is eleven, right? Yeah. This we're is what halfway through, through this we're, movie. Feels we're like. halfway through. Woo, 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 woo. We're uh, episode eleven. Minute oh fifty God. to fifty-five. My name is Stone, and that other handsome voice you can hear is a uh, guard. <laughs> Hi, guard. Uh, hello, Stone Cold Steve Austin. How are you doing tonight, <laughs> dude? Dude, I'm doing great, and I'd like to let you know that Stone Cold Steve Austin owns a ranch, a like a half hour south of from where I live, oh, and nice. apparently, word on the street. I don't know if this is true. Big if true. He eats dinner at like this same restaurant, like on like a weekly or monthly basis, and like you can you can casually run into Stone Cold Steve Austin if you play your cards right. Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, you should definitely try to do that. I should absolutely do that. He was always my favorite professional wrestler because we had the same name almost, and he would smash a beer on his head and drink it like a fucking badass. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, shout out also, to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Shout out Stone Cold Steve Austin. And also, just so you know, I have a litany of these to continue on down the road with. I, I'm excited. I can't wait to keep hearing them over and over and over from you. It's going to be Again, a good time. Again, uh, a long list of great ones provided to me by an anonymous donor. I might have to, <clears throat> I might have to bribe you to tell me who that is. That would be called betraying trust, Stone, and I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That was a test, and you passed. <laughs> you are a man of your word. Excellent. Uh, when we're not <laughs> recording, who knows what I'll do? Who knows? No, you're no a, one can prove a... me to that I did something not on air. So you're a wild man off recording, can't? But of course, I won't tell you. Okay. Okay. Well, guard. Um, how are you today? Do you have uh, anything you want to get out of the way? The start of this episode? I have well, a couple things. I have um, an ad and an email to discuss. Okay. Oh, yeah, I did see that we have an email. I'm glad you stay up on emails. emails. I see them, read them, and then forget to talk about them. So, Yes, if, you, if we read you your on email on air, the reason we read it is because I read the email and brought it up with Stone. I forget. You know, what are you going to okay. do? Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, well. That's why I keep you around. <clears throat> right, exactly. Um, but anyway, if you'd like to, we can get into that first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, perfect. Um, the ad, if you, uh, want to start with that stone? Yeah, please. Excellent. Uh, this week is brought to you by the small joy you get when first drinking a <laughs> hot liquid. Ooh. Need to start your day off right? Have a loved one that needs something nice done for them? Try the small joy you get when first drinking a hot liquid. Oh, I like that. That's a that's a big one. That's a wide umbrella because it could be tea or hot chocolate or coffee or mm -hmm. a multitude of things. Honestly, if you're in a bad place and you need cheering up, microwave water. 
<laughs> to try it, yeah. The sensation, the, the temperature different sensation is just, it's nice, you know? If you're going for just water, I would say just make broth and drink it out of a cup. I've been known to do that a time or two. That's a good idea, yeah. I, shout uh, out to the broth boys. Shout out to broth. Oh, broth boys. <laughs> okay. The broth boys, yeah. <laughs> okay. That, yeah. Either way, You know both. who you are. Both, yeah. Both. What's well, a great uh, sponsor. Now, Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I was proud. That was a good get. I was proud of that. <laughs> that was one. a good get. Um, now, next up, Stone, we have an email from. Let me pull it up because I don't know how they titled their name. And I don't want to butcher the name. We wouldn't. We would hate to do that to someone that listens to the show. It looks like it's Cole Sturt, and Sturt? Cole is spelled C O A L. Weird. Huh. Anyway, <clears throat> interesting. Cole has a complaint. Uh, there's no other way to say it. Yes. Cole says you guys are talking too much trash on how the two are acting because they are cops, but that's the perfect cover is for them to be to act like themselves. Uh, in parentheses, he puts criminals. This is the best way to fit in. No criminals want people following them around. He posits they criminals carry guns as these two gentlemen do. And they steal stuff from people that talk down to them, uh, which I imagine he's alluding to eating that cop's sub, uh, not subway, I think not a I think he's referring to um, Roman stealing the cigar cutter. Oh, that's probably the case. I, the cigar cutter and the sandwich. And the sandwich, yeah. Now, Stone, I'm willing to say this has changed my mind a little bit. You know, I don't disagree with the email. That is good cover uh, if criminals continuing to be criminals. My concern is that they're just acting stupid <laughs> more yeah. than anything. Um, yeah. So the concern, the, so the devil's advocate, which has been our line on this to this particular argument, is they're putting themselves in increased danger for no reason, right? Yeah. But, I mean, to be fair to coal spelled like the coal you removed from ground. Like the one that Santa's going to be giving guard this year. Just joking. <laughs> uh, they are fitting in rather well by acting like idiots. They are. They are. Um, and I agree with Stuart. But um, <laughs> are they smart enough to be making a cognizant choice to act this way? No, I think they're just idiots still. <laughs> oh, I fully agree they're not doing this on purpose. But is that why the FBI hired these two? If we go a step further into the oh thinking. Oh my gosh, this is getting too deep. This is we're The FBI hired in. these two incompetent buffoons knowing they would fit in because they would act as criminals do. Now that's next level. Yeah, they hired Brian because he is a known criminal and he did crimes last time he was undercover. So who do right. you want to play a criminal so who, other than an actor? Who better to fit person in on the run? Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe they're playing 4D chess and we just can't see it. Could be the case, man. Could be the case. But uh, I'm gonna anyway. Say good email. Good thought provoking. Uh, a nice thought provoker. Uh, regardless of if we agree or not. So thank you, Mr. Sturt. And again, uh, write in. We'll read your in. email. We'll read yeah. them. On we, air. We've read every single one. And we'll say your name perfectly, we promise. We have never yet butchered a name. Well, great. Guard, um, I have two things, maybe. Oh. Um, okay. I, I have one thing for sure. 
there was a race, but I need your expert opinion. You're going to be the voice of the audience. Mm-hmm. Do do you and the audience need to follow up on my dog shit story from last week? Yes. Okay. I didn't what know a if silly want question, it. It's pretty dude. gross, but no, we all are okay. clam. Yes, of course, okay. we want to follow up on that. Um, just to and recap, by the way, I will just say really quick before you start. Oh, everyone's yeah. worried about the dog stone. Yeah, the dog's fine. I'll let you know the dog's That's fine. That's the main follow up we need. She is shitting fine. She is not shit liquid since. Excellent. But where we left off last time, when we recorded exactly one week ago. Yes. Let's go back in time. Stone came home to one little turd. My dog felt bad, um, and I could tell her tummy was sick. Mm-hmm. And then I talked about it on the podcast to you. Well, mm-hmm. later that night, we I, I continuously took her out like every 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I took her out one last time before I went to bed. It was pretty late, probably like midnight, and I thought... She'll be fine till the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, was I wrong, guard. Seems ominous, yeah. Oh boy, was I wrong. The smart thing I should have done in hindsight was wake up once in the middle of the night and take her outside. I didn't do that. Right. And oh boy, was that the biggest mistake I've made in a while. Mm. You woke I, up to uh, quite the scene. I, I woke up to <laughs> my lovely fiance, Brianna, going, got, you got to get up and clean this. And I <laughs> thought, oh no. <laughs> And I thought, there's probably a poop somewhere in the apartment. And I was wrong. There was, it, it was. several poops yeah. in the apartment. It was everywhere. It was everywhere, guard. It was the grossest scene I've ever seen oh, inside no. a residence. Mm. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever had to clean up with my two hands. That's that's upsetting. <laughs> it was awful. I... Didn't even go to work. Just took the day off because it was such an issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, took me till there's shit till all almost, over your apartment. I think. Yeah, yeah. At that took point, me till almost um, noon to clean it up because I was cleaning shit off my fucking walls, guard. Oh, it was everywhere. Not no, only that's... that, she felt so bad that I like cleaned up all the big bits, and I still needed to like deep clean the floors, mm. and um. It just took a couple, like an hour or two. I was like not feeling well because I was just breathing in shitty air and it smelled oh, awful. That's and, too bad, Stone. And then I went and sat on the bed and looked at my phone for 15 minutes just to gather myself before sure. I got back into it. And I came back out and in that time she had drank some water and then threw it right back up. And I no. thought, oh no, <laughs> this is how today's going. Oh no. So I took the day off. Um, positive note, I made a really good chicken noodle soup. So <laughs> That's great. And it only had a Silver tiny lining. little bit of shit in it. Only the littlest bit. And uh, I have two but... pieces of follow-up to this tale stuff. Okay. Because it's a kind of a little bit of a light episode, so why not talk about gross <laughs> stuff at the beginning? Yeah, why while, not? Right? Why not? Uh number one. Okay. I'm gonna tell you the grossest thing I've had to clean up <laughs> oh, from please. a residence. <laughs> Uh, just to sympathize, empathize with you. <clears throat> yeah. I was yeah. painting a house one time. It wasn't okay. a house. It was a trailer home. Okay. Um, and it was pretty gross. There was uh, cigarettes everywhere, um, which as a painter, it's not really your job to clean the place necessarily. <laughs> However, Usually if things no, are yeah. touching the walls, you have to move um, them. we're not going to 
paint over like dirt and shit on the walls. So we do have to clean where we're going to apply paint to. Okay. Uh, this includes removing uh, like a um, washer and dryer from the walls because we paint behind there too, you know. Okay, yeah. Doing a thorough job. That's what you like to see in your painters. Right. I removed the washing machine <laughs> and the back half, half, mind you, of a dead cat <laughs> was behind the washing machine. Oh, just a little surprise for you back there. Yes, and I almost vomited. It was, uh, it wasn't a skeleton. I'll say that. <laughs> it was, it was halfway to becoming a skeleton. That's pretty gross. That's pretty yeah. gross. Now, given the choice between the two, I would take the cat. I would take the cat too. I would take the cat too. Because that's one thing. That's one thing that you could pick up. Yeah, it was. I had to to cut a bunch of hair out of her tail because she just drove her tail through it. mm. So she looks like an absolute goofball right now, but that's her her own fault. That's unfortunate. Um, Here's fault number two about the the poop story because we full committed to this. This is what our podcast is about now. Um, (laughs) How? Poopcast. The poop cast with Gardenstone. How did you decide? Um, was there a conversation at any point, or was it just decided uh, without any communication that you were the one to clean the poop? Up? <laughs> um, is it because it was your family's dog? It was because Brianna has an, a more important job than me. She okay, yeah. works in a hospital clinic and had a full day of patients that she had to go see. And I was going to go do some accounting. <laughs> so yeah, I was able to just say, not coming in today. I also work part-time, so I just like came in a day I wasn't supposed to and called it Even Steven. Okay, so. nice. Uh, that's a great explanation. It makes sense. Uh, yeah. That Brianna would not get that duty then. Yeah. Um, just for just, is, just some relationship advice for yeah, others she has facing more a similar situation. Job. So right. I right. Uh, was aware that I was the one that had to take on that task. Okay. I wasn't happy about it, but I was aware. <laughs> right. Okay. So there you have it. If you and a significant other face a similar situation, <laughs> determine who has more important things to do that day. And it was for sure Brianna. So <laughs> right. Okay. Great. Lucky her. Uh, well, Stone, I think we can finally move forward to your second thing. My second thing, uh, guard. Um, and I knew you'd be excited about this one. I saw. Guard. I let me just say this before you start, Stone. Okay. I don't know why or how, besides me just speaking aloud. I I know there's like a effect where it's not really my phone like picking up me saying F one and giving me ads. It's like I notice yeah. them more. Blah blah blah. I have been inundated with F1 news on my Twitter feed, on Reddit, ever since you started fucking telling me about F1, man. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not happy about it. I I can't imagine you are, because, um, yeah, it's it's around. It's it's around if you're looking for it. But guard, um, Mm -hmm. it is the third week of a (laughs) triple header, and uh, are you ready for Stones F1, 2, 3? Absolutely, yeah. Wait, All right, are you going to have like eight things disguised as no, three I'll this be, time? <laughs> I'll be, I'll be more. We're deep into it. This episode isn't the five minutes isn't super dense, so I don't feel right. bad. But I'll, I'll be, I'll be concise. Mine are okay. pretty concise. Okay, great. I'll, I'll do a concise bit then. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Guard. 
Yes, we were in Qatar. Um, it is the first ever F1 race. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Stone. Can you hear that? (laughs) Yeah, man. I think you underestimate every week what your microphone can pick uh, up. That you could hear that. I could hear that. Yeah, is that my fault, dude? That's my bad. Dude, were you watching some some football analysis? The, foo- the football game's on, so I oh the friggin' football game. I Sorry, I tossed man. on uh the Manning cast. Um, the Manning my cast. fault. I didn't I didn't think you'd be able to hear that, dude. I'm so sorry. Please go on uh, with um, your F one. By the way, note. we will be getting sued now because the NFL is very strict about what oh, you dude. can use their rebroadcasting for. So is F one. Um, side note, I saw an ad for the Manning cast, and I kind of just want to tune in because it seems like a good time. I'm not going to lie to you. It is fun. It's just uh, it's, two Manning brothers just hanging out, yeah. shooting the shit. And there's also football too. talk. This will blow your tits off, Stone. <laughs> Dude, blow them off. One of the guests this week is Condoleezza Rice. Who's that? Oh, Stone. It sounds familiar. Dude, I have a, I have a dumb brain. You don't know who Condoleezza Rice is? Is she the... And you call yourself a political junkie? Oh, she's the, she was the Secretary of State under uh, Obama. Uh, under Bush, I believe. Under Bush, <laughs> dude, she was she was in politics well before I decided to give a fuck about politics. Okay, fair enough. She was a while back. Uh, anyway, Anyways. how fun is that? That the Manning brothers on a football podcast just toss in Condoleezza Rice. I mean, they I have, have to, they have wild guests, man. It's I might have fun. to check that out because you know who doesn't love the Manning brothers, right? Yeah, here's another uh, tangent. Uh, everyone, we promise we're going to get to the episode soon. It Are was we? just a race. It's going to go by fast, we promise. <laughs> here's a quick fact before F123. Condoleezza okay, yeah. Rice, at one time, uh, the Browns were considering her to be a head coach of their organization. <laughs> they were that desperate? Dude, uh, either that or she knows her shit about football. I have no idea what her background is, but like that seems like a wild move, right? Dude, that would have been fucking awesome. I mean, imagine like Bernie Sanders like coaching the Eagles or something, dude. We have to do better defense than that. That was my Bernie Sanders. <laughs> wow. Really good stuff. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay, fuck's sake. Do the F1, two, three. Holy shit. F123 guard, we raced in Qatar. <laughs> Please do it in your Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Hey, uh, we're, in Qatar, we're in Qatar. We're in Qatar. This is the first F1 race ever in Qatar. Cool. And the first one, F1 race ever held at this racetrack. Um, they signed a 10 year deal with Qatar because F1 loves to make deals with countries that have super awesome human rights records. But that's uh, neither FIFA here does nor there. Too. Side note. The uh, <laughs> oh, do you want to know why they're not there next year, but their 10 years starts the year after? Uh, sure. Because Qatar is too busy killing a bunch of slave labor or creating oh, no. stadiums for F1. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, first, also, okay, so it's the first ever race at this track, and it might be the last guard because this track was not even built for race cars, it was built for motorcycles. Oh, good. There's been some races on it, but it's a motorcycle track built for motorcycles and uh they just decided to run there um it was a fine track to race on and also it was a night race and that uh track has the biggest lit outdoor area of any sports facility lit with lighting or like it's lit bro um it's against the law to be lit bro in qatar so it's lighting oh shit i didn't even realize that also, yeah, man. I'm not it's, realizing, it's illegal to be gay and it's illegal to be lit. What? 
I don't go on, Stone Sir. Um, thing number two: Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel. They're mm. two cool boys that have been in racing for a while. And as a big fuck you to all of the Middle East countries that they're racing in. Oh, this is thing two, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say that? I don't know. I'm losing my mind. No, you didn't. A big fuck you to all the Middle East countries. The next three races are in the Middle East. Uh, they're both sporting nice, beautiful rainbow helmets, even though it's illegal in all three of the countries. So That's you know. fun. I like that. So so the FIA might be <clears throat> giving tons of money to the Qatar government, but at least the racers are giving them a bit of a middle finger. And I appreciate yeah. that for two actually, of the veterans that are for sure not going to get like kicked out for it. My as pre-referenced, I did see that uh, leading up to this. I was wondering if you'd comment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, two cool boys. Thing number three, guard. Mm-hmm. The race winners, the same as like the last three races. One, two went to Hamilton and Verstappen. Oh. So the championship battle is still very much alive. They're within six points. It's very exciting. That's not what I want to talk about. Oh, I want to talk about this the was third a misleading place. three. Miss, m- yeah, misleading. So this is four at this point, Stone. I just have to. No. I no. have to it hold was a, you That was a trick. That was a trick. I Stone, tricked I you. have to hold you accountable <laughs> okay. for the audience. We're on four at this point. Okay, well we can't because it's F one two three. That's the bit guard. <laughs> I know. That's why I have to hold <laughs> your feet to the fire here, man. Well. I want to talk about the third place finisher. Okay, go ahead. It was Fernando Alonso. And it was his first podium since 2014. Um, so Fernando Alonso is the th- is 40 years old and was on a podium, which is pretty fucking cool. And uh, cool. he joined uh, F1 in 2001. He won two drivers' championships in 05 and 06. He left in 2017 to go do other racing shit. He did some IndyCar. He did some Le Mans. He did some other endurance shit. Did some rally. And then he came back in 2021 and uh, got a podium, which is pretty fucking cool. So shout out to him. Also, this is, this is a side fact. Okay. so five. Both Lewis Hamilton and Fernando Alonso are in the movie Cars 2 oh, as God. themselves. Oh, Jesus Christ. They have a conversation with Lightning McQueen at like a racing banquet. Jesus Christ. For, but Fernando Alonso's <clears throat> only in the Spanish dubbed version because he's from España. Is that how you say Spain? <laughs> really good, yeah. Thank you. Barcelona. Barcelona. That's how And that's F123. Um, we don't have one next week, guard. And people Bummer. from Barcelona. Uh, shoot. Oh, darn it. But the week after. We'll be back, baby. Oh, thank God. Uh, Holy well, shit, we're 23 minutes into it, guard. Yeah. Would you like to tell the audience how this ended? Yes. Um, thank you, f- the five people that are uh, sticking <laughs> around. We appreciate you. Uh, sorry we took so long to get into this one. I'm not. This is I'm not. I, 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 had a, I had a good time uh, in our intro. That's half the episode. But anyway, this <laughs> starts. You know what? I'm going to say how it ends this week, Stone. Oh, yeah. This episode ends with a sentence halfway cut off, I hope, from Roman saying, you got a pen, I think. <laughs> I I don't know, but I think so as well. And it starts with uh, some muscle car boys revving their muscle car engines. 
Uh, yes, it does. Specifically, starts with that quickly followed by the muscle car boy saying something I have I listened to so <laughs> so many times and I still have no idea what he said. It's one of two things, okay. and you can weigh in here. And I, I okay. think from context clues, I know what it says, but this it sounds like he says. Your engine is as big as your mouth? Question mark. So that doesn't make I a ton also, of sense. I also thought that, and it also uh, made my brain hurt a little bit trying to understand his logic there. But right. what I think he says is, "Your engine's not as big as your mouth," but he kind of mumbles his way through it. See, I have a third thing that's that means the same thing as not. I thought maybe he said your engine ain't as big as your mouth. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, that might be what it is. I don't have it written down, but uh, I think that's what he's getting at. Either he's way... Saying, um, he's saying Roman's got a big mouth and a little engine. Right, right. So context clues, uh, we clearly can tell that's what's going on. <laughs> Look at us following context clues. We're like goddamn detectives. <laughs> we are, again... Why did they not do the scene over? Just have them say it again. <laughs> I think that's what we should call this podcast. Why didn't they do the scene over? I, I, um, I don't know how many times we can say it or if we even should point them out at this point, but holy hell, this think, is a I badly made to, movie. I think we need to come up with a um, a saying. So we don't, we're not broken records, but we point it out. It's a, that was a first take kind of scene. First take when I, line. When I correct our first friend's grammar, I tell him Leviosa for that same reason. <laughs> Bit of a Leviosa, yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, anyway, we move <laughs> on. Uh, well, he he's, revs his engine. Uh, Roman looks nervous. Suki yeah. says, oh, no. And the mechanic's rubbing his little bald head like, what have they gotten themselves into? <laughs> and then Roman's giving himself a pep talk, saying, uh. gotta smoke him. Gotta smoke him. Yeah. As if that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna help, help his, his car, car go perform better. <laughs> that's gonna give his car. That's actually. We're about to find out it doesn't help at all. <laughs> if I ever <laughs> I actually talk to my car, I'm like, come on, buddy, just a few more horses. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really gives him the energy it needs to, to go a little faster, go a little further. That's right. Um, yeah. And then we get to the start of the race where Tej decides, awesome. I'm gonna start the race, but. Someone else has some different ideas. <laughs> Suki has other plans. Suki has other plans. Tej literally starts counting down. So these guys' nerves are on the edge of their seat. I mean, at that, if you're like at a three and a three to one count on a drag race, you think the guys are ready to rumble. Yeah, his arms are in the air, yeah, ready yeah, to yeah. drop down and signal the start of the race. So what I wouldn't want to do is walk in front of one of the cars. <laughs> that these guys have an itchy trigger finger ready to jump yeah. off the line <laughs> so suki strolls right in front of roman's car and says no no i got this she says no it's all reason. right baby i'm gonna handle this as if what tej was doing was like super inconvenience to him like she's really doing him a solid because yeah she got she's got this dude don't even worry about it i know you're in the middle of the road i know your arms are already up but don't you worry i got this i'm gonna now my this. my only uh the only logic i can get out of this is in the fast and furious universe it's always better to have a lady start a race it is. It's a uh, good luck. It gives extra performance to the cars. It it's a it's almost like a sacrifice to the 
car gods yeah. for a clean and fair, safe race. Yeah, yeah, I get I mean, that. just from experience, uh, in Fast and Furious, they prefer ladies starting the race. Yes. Um, By the way, Artesian... <laughs> that's about the only job they give women in this is... <laughs> Yes. To start races. They're very. Im- I mean, which is an important job. I yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's true. I mean, true. anyone can do it, but it's important. I also. Um, Artesian and Suki, like, together because he. I don't know. He's like, hell yeah. He's like really into it and like grabs her waist. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, like, yeah, you handle it. And then puts her his hands on her waist. Like, he's supporting her. Mm-hmm. For her arm drop, as if that's gonna like throw well, think, her off um, her feet. I don't know, man. It's bizarre. she. She helped him out by so he doesn't have to do that anymore. So he's free to get a little hip grabbing in. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> good for. <laughs> if Tish. I know anything about starting a race uh-huh. hard, if I know anything, the, I that... would prefer to <laughs> grab someone's. Hips. No, well, it's that if one person can do it, one person can do it, but it's a bit of a two man job. You need the person that throws their arms down, and you need the support person in case something goes oh, tragically it's, wrong. It's yeah, of course. And you she know, walked you know, right like in front spotter. of a car. He probably wanted to make sure she she didn't walk in front of them when they actually started. <laughs> he knew she could just wander out into the road. Yeah. at any moment. Yeah, it's kind of like bench pressing guard. You can do it by yourself, but it's always nice to have a spotter. That's true. Safer. Yeah, that's true. It's the proper way. Um. Well, moving on. Uh. <laughs> We so Roman is racing one of the I don't know what you'd describe him muscle muscle guys I guess is the best the way to old say muscle car guys. Why are they both wearing uh, armbands on their gear shifting arm? Well, because rolling through gears gets your I don't know if you know this about manual cars guard you probably drive an automatic I do but yeah. your your wrist gets really sweaty when you're rolling through the gears. Okay. Is what I've heard. I've also never owned a manual. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Okay, yeah. So he doesn't want to like <laughs> slip off the gear. I'll, I'll give him that one. I'll give the movie that one. Um, he doesn't want yeah. his pain, he doesn't want his palms sweaty. To, he, <laughs> we would hate they're that. They're really dude. throwing the, that gearbox around. So I'll give the movie that one. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're throwing back to the first movie. We're going in a straight line again. Fun. And guard, I want you to know that. I did. A, I crunched some numbers for you. Oh, good. And on stones. Okay, so it's a down and back where uh, both cars have to do. Wait, a wait, 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 wait. Stone, stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you telling me this is the long-awaited return of the facts in the series? <gasps> Dude, I almost. Yeah, it is. This is the long-awaited return of the facts in the series, and I almost fucked up and didn't even announce it properly it's thank okay. you for that guard please, wow please go again on. this is why i keep you around you keep All me right. on my toes you keep me you keep me straight so guard mm-hmm. i crunched some numbers yes and to get from the starting line to the barrel that they turn around at before they head back to the starting line again mm-hmm. it takes the Mitsubishi Eclipse Spider that Roman is driving um, about 30 seconds-ish. Looking at the quarter mile time of that car, it runs a quarter mile in about 14 seconds. So it probably goes about a half mile there and is about a half mile back, according to the first stint of this race. Okay. Um... 
I did the same calculation for Brian's return trip. We're getting ahead of our, ourselves, I know. That's but okay. they both go down and yeah. back. You get yeah. the gist of the race. Right. <laughs> On the way back, Brian's uh, Mitsubishi Evo uh, takes about a minute to get back and is quicker <laughs> than the Eclipse. So he goes about mm, four and a half miles on the way back. So I just want you to know that this whole scene makes zero sense and no one put any thought into it because the first stint is a half mile. The second stint is four and a half miles. What is going on? Nothing is real. This movie is awful. By the way. So just a little, just just some facts. For I you. just want to say that we we see the speedometers on these, and they're going upwards. They're going over one hundred miles an hour. Over a hundred miles an hour, they are okay. So out of facts in the series, let's get back into the race. Yes, yes. We're <laughs> so back. they're going. So they're they're each car is traveling anywhere between one to a nine miles. We don't know. Right. But or they're going down and back. Their speedometers are broken, and they're going like. 15, 16 miles per hour. <laughs> Their speedometer's just completely <laughs> off, and they're going 20 miles an hour, and they think they're going like 200. Awesome. <laughs> right. Um, on the way down, uh, the first time, Roman's getting beat pretty bad. Oh, he is but he getting keeps, killed. But he keeps talking to himself. He keeps saying, you ain't ready? I run these streets. Who's he talking to? Himself only, which is weird. It's true. <laughs> he then says, Romy Rome, you ain't heard of me? Again, not talking to anyone. He's by himself in a car. And then he screams, oh, yeah, as he goes around to head back to the start line as he's losing horrifically. So he's very excited. He's pumped to be getting fucking killed. Dude, he is so pumped to be just getting absolutely destroyed in this The other guys, quite frankly, have an insurmountable lead at this point. Or what should be an insurmountable lead. Yes. Now, uh, Roman starts catching up somehow. Well, he starts catching up because... Oh, uh, right. Because of the, the strategy because of the that NOS. they talked about. Yeah. Because of the NOS, the great They're gonna strategy. They're going to use the NOS on the backside, if you remember use the back. Stra- use the spray on the episode. way back. Yeah. Yeah. Which he does. <clears throat> and um, he starts catching, and the muscle car boy pulls a big brain play. Yeah, it's really, really interesting choice. He purposely runs into a sign? Uh, he swerves off the road into a sign that's like it's not like a pole. Road. It's not like a parking sign. It's like it's a like um, a like a like an A-frame restaurant sign. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's three on wheels feet off for the some ground. Reason. Yeah, it's like three feet off the ground on wheels, uh, in a big uh, an A-frame. Yeah, basically, it's not very big and it's low to the ground. He somehow purposefully knocks this with his car into the way of Roman. Yeah, he 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 swerves off the road, hits the sign, and knocks the sign precisely into into Roman's path. Incredible again, driver is is more to the theory that um, cars are mythical creatures in these mm-hmm. movies that can do magic things, like perfectly place a sign in the road for your competitor. I mean, listen, um, man, that's a badass move if I've ever seen one. It, it is badass. And I didn't realize Roman, there was no rules. I didn't realize this was a no-holds-bar uh, street race <laughs> until that. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was way more into the race at this point. Yeah. I didn't realize um, tricks could be done during the race. I thought we were just seeing a down and back. 
Yeah, you you normally think with a race, you're seeing who's going faster. Not in this one. You're seeing who has the best tricks. <laughs> I'm going to be straight up with you. I was bored until this point because I knew I knew Brian and Rome were going to win, right? Yeah. So I thought they to. were literally just going to NOS by them at the end. I was much more into the film once he it is- knocked <laughs> a sign into the way. Uh, again, we'll give props to the movie when it deserves it, and this makes the race not a boring piece of shit because that's what <clears throat> most drag races are in a movie because you're going in a straight line. Right. Um, not to say, but, listeners, that we don't like drag races IRL. We're just saying yeah, in movies, the they're not usually that cool. But also, um, I just, it's such a dumb... <laughs> it's a stupid turn stupid of move. events. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, because, so let me be clear. In a, in a race where the whole point is to go in a straight line because you want to go fast in a right. straight line, his his plan is to swerve off the road, right? In hopes to hit a sign perfectly in the way of his competitor, which he does. To be fair, good for him. It's a but bold then, move. It's a very bold move because. And then Roman sees that he hit that with his car. And his car's fine. It didn't total his car. He's mm-hmm. fine. And then so Rome thinks... why not just thinks, hit it as well? Yeah. So instead of just blowing through this wooden sign right. and passing this guy that took time and speed to swerve off the road, Roman does the dumb guy thing and swerves off the road going 100 miles an hour, but somehow keeps it together. Incredible. Yeah. So to be clear, it's a fun move uh, and a really bad move in a race. Yeah. Yeah, if Roman would have just not touched the steering wheel and continued going in a straight line, he would have beat him. <laughs> yeah, because 100%. the guy, I mean, if the guy, sw- this could have clinched the race here for the good Yeah, all guys? Roman had to do was not be scared of a small wooden sign damaging the car that he doesn't own. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, instead, he goes wildly off course instead and he gets fucking beat bad. By the way, Stone, I have uh, I'm in the bad. middle of an acute gout attack uh, <laughs> for the last several days. So if I'm moving wildly back and forth when you're editing this later, sorry. Is the gout in your home? Or is they like beating you up or the gout I don't specifically know gout is. is inside my ankle? Oh, okay. Gout is Damn. a horrible disease. Uh, you get it's like from... a it's like a bone liquid, right? You got bone juice. It's too much. It's a buildup of uric acid. Okay. And you might be wondering, how do you get too much uric acid? Yeah. You where eat, did all this uric acid come from? Uh, every good food you can think of has uric acid in it. Oh, that gout's gout's the one that kings got. The king's they, disease. They ate. Yeah. They, okay. So red meat, shellfish. So basically, alcohol. what you te- you're telling me is that you've been eating good recently. For like and now 28 you're suffering years, the consequences. yeah. So I've been eating really well for 28 years, and therefore Bummer. I now have gout. Don't worry, everyone else that loves steak and alcohol. Well, I mean, do probably cut down on that if you eat it every single day. Uh, yeah. Gout's also genetic, I've heard. So, uh, um, I've been trying to bummer. get a <laughs> been trying to get a sponsor for the podcast, um, Leafy Greens, but they haven't returned my <laughs> calls. Those bastards! I can't believe that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> anyways. Roman gets fucking smoked by um, the guy that doesn't button the bottom of his shirts because he likes midriff it's in cool. the orange muscle car. Yeah. Okay, so then old old muscle car bro number two takes off way before Brian gets to. Way before, dude. And like he delivers... If this was a real-time race, he literally would have finished before Brian takes oh, off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, 
he delivers <laughs> a great line as he leaves. He says, um, I have it written down, but I don't know where it's at. Um, sorry, that. Blondie. How oh, does that yeah. dust taste? Ha ha ha. Just I'm about glad like you included that. the laugh because that it was the laugh was it, very it, similar. It reminded me of like uh <laughs> of like the room of like, oh hi dog, ha ha ha. Yeah. Like it says ha ha in the script, so the guy said ha ha. And I thought, there's no way this guy's an actor <laughs> after hearing <laughs> that line. There's no way, man. That's de- that's a de- line delivered by someone who Hasn't done much acting. It's probably in his the guy life. that owns the actual car, man. Um, I want you to know. I looked up his IMDb, and um, almost all of his other credits are for a stunt person. That so, makes sense. That tracks. so that makes sense. And again, I'm not putting that blame on him. I'm putting it on the casting director. Oh, that to thought, be clear, every that thought single... like this guy's this guy's fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Every single time we say that a line was flubbed or delivered badly, it's the director's fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Human beings oh, say yeah. stuff weird a lot of the time. We do on the podcast, but then oh, right dude. afterwards, we say it again. I say most things weird on this podcast. Yeah. But, um, but this is a one-time thing, and then we move on. You, it, We're not doing multiple takes. Right. <laughs> that would be weird. The director has the chance to do another take. Yeah, but he levioses it. Yes, correct. He's a bit of a leviosa. Um... So he delivers that line and he drives off. Boom, roasted. And he is so in the lead. Massively, yes. Um, Brian remedies this situation with a pretty yeah, slick he says, move. He says, oh, you can play tricks? I can also play tricks That's on right. you guys. That's right. And what's his trick guard? Well, let me preface this by saying I, I literally think this is maybe Brian's only possible way he could have won. Um, I also want to say, I think Brian knew he was going to do this because it's the only scene I've ever seen him wear his seatbelt in. <laughs> Good point. I didn't realize. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, way over, the the uh, way he gets back in the race is by playing <laughs> chicken with the other guy. So the other guy has is so in the lead, he's gone around the turning point and is on his way back already. Brian drives directly at his car. Yeah, but huge power move. Head-to-head situation. Uh, and the guy's like, fuck yeah, bring it on, dude. And Brian doesn't say a word because he's not a weirdo like Roman is. He's and just weird enough to risk his life for some cars. But yeah, that's not the thing. weird so, enough to talk to himself. <laughs> you have to be willing to die to pull this off, right? Yeah. I was kind of thinking about yeah. that. Like, the only way you win a game of high-stakes chicken for cars in a drag race is if you're willing to die. Yeah, man. Because Brian was <laughs> yeah. never going to pull out of that, you know? Like, he didn't also, turn at all. No. He did. He was... There was no way he was ever going to turn. He was going to either get jettisoned through the windshield <laughs> or win the race. Just joking. He was going to get torn in half by his seatbelt yeah. because he was wearing it this time. Might have or win hit the race. noggins with the other guys. They both flew through the <laughs> windshield. That would have been cool. But also, only Brian wins from this game of chicken because the other guy is so far in the lead. All he has to do is like pull off to the side of the road and stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he just calmly stopped... Or, hear this, goes to the other side of the road. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. what he actually does is swerves off into the dirt and, like, peels out. 
He could have just turned left into Brian's side of the road. Dude, if he would have just pulled off on the side of the road, like behind a telephone pole where Brian couldn't yeah. <laughs> run into him. Right. And then he could just give Brian a double middle finger as he drives by and then finish the fucking race and win. <laughs> That's correct. Um, also, though, like I said, though, so that guy is an idiot. Brian did a good job here. I got to give I mean, it to him. This was the only the possible only... strategy he could have won with, right? It's literally the only thing he could have done at this point. I think so. Um, is is cheat as hard as he possibly could by threatening the life of the other. <laughs> now, Stone, this is a no rules situation. Race. This is no rules. We learned that from the first half. So all is fair in Miami drag racing, as the saying goes. <laughs> of course, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that, and um, yeah, they they win. And they win. Risked... So spoiler: Brian catches up. A spoiler alert, I guess, is just this podcast. But <laughs> spoiler Brian... alert is exactly what this whole it's what we're doing thing right is. now. Uh, Brian catches up because he also uses his nos at the end. Uh, he wins out by a hair, going over a hundred miles an hour. And then the guys just straight up give them their cars, like no argument about the crazy shit that happened during the races or anything. They're just like, okay, no. yep. Yep, yeah, you guys won. <laughs> uh, they, Rome, they knew what they were getting themselves into. Rome has some awesome lines coming up. I wrote down two or, I think two, oh, I already said the pen thing. So two more lines. Uh, the first one me. is, uh, use them bus tokens, partner. <laughs> Dude, use them. Of course, in reference to these two gentlemen uh, not having any more cars left. If it's me, yeah, if it's me and I have the chance to home. lose two cars and I'm coming, they have those two girls with them. I'm having one of the girls drive a third car just in case. That would be smart. Um, Brian and Roman did that and look at them. Yeah, those guys did do that. Uh, so use those bus tokens partner, partner, which is a fun line. We then transition directly into the fucking club finally. Wait, um, before we do that, mm -hmm. one thing I want to point out is um, I know I found exactly where these guys are drag racing because of wow. a name on a building when they drive by. Nicely done. Jones Dry Dock Service. Same phone number as their uh, website, and you can look up exactly where this street is on uh, Google Maps. It's right next to the Miami airport. Um, very, it seems like it'd be a very busy road, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Hey, maybe they, uh, sent home the pizza boy. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. And then another thing I just want to point out how dumb Brian's plan is because his plan was we need to get out of here cause we need two cars Yeah, and he is willing to risk his life <laughs> instead of just buying two cars. <laughs> So instead of, I don't know, throwing down a couple thousand dollars to buy two cars, <laughs> he decides, instead of that, I'm going to just risk it all on this race, because uh -huh. that seems like the better option. Yeah, um, so, great. yeah, Fucking he, great. he'd rather die, possibly, than not get these two cars. Yeah, because apparently they're that important. For his getaway plan. Yeah, there's actually no cars for sale in all of Miami. He checked. <laughs> 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 so right. it's tough for him that these are the only two cars, but he got them. So that's great. Well, that's what happens when you agree to do undercover work for getting out of crime rather than for pay. Yeah. You don't right. have any money to buy any other cars with, yeah. apparently. 
True. Um, and then yes, we go clubbing, guard. <laughs> we go clubbing, and uh, Roman says something that's fucking incredible, dude. Oh, yeah. They walk into the club. They see some ladies dancing around. And Roman says, it's a ho-asis in here, bruh. It's a ho- It's a ho-asis in here. It's a ho-asis. It's a ho-asis. An oasis <laughs> filled with hoes. Incredible. Holy That's, fuck, um, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And then, and then uh, Brian says, yeah, lots of potential. As if uh, someone calling a club a ho-asis isn't the weirdest thing you heard. <laughs> All day. A oasis, dude. He's been friends Imagine with Imagine walking somewhere with your homie and they say, <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny, man. I mean, you got to give credit where it's due. That's that's so funny and weird, man. I And I like that, yeah, Brian's been around Roman enough that all the dumb shit he says, just Brian just takes it like, yep, He's like, yeah, classic Roman. <laughs> it is a oasis. Yeah, good point. I mean, imagine um, going somewhere like... I can. I would never imagine going anywhere with you, and you're like, "Oh, dude, Oasis in here." <laughs> I mean, I know neither of us would say that now because we're not really. Dude, in the if prowl you for... said that to me, I might, I might hit you. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. knock it off. What are you doing? I'm saying even, even like way back in the single days, like no one would ever describe somewhere <laughs> as a Oasis, dude. If if any of my friends ever actually called a place a Oasis <laughs> in all seriousness i'd be like dude what what the fuck man seriously <laughs> yeah dude come on <laughs> I mean, i'd say how the, how the hell do you know these these ladies are hoes dude first of all to be fair does look like a bit of hoe <laughs> <system. laughs> uh, they, they're scantily clad they are um they're <laughs> the the outfits are awesome they are Someone, it feels like someone who's never been to a Miami club, like set dressing a Miami club. They're like, everyone's going to be in bathing suits and not, none of the guys are going to have their shirts buttoned up and nothing but like white suede button ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Scarface. Yeah. And I also want to point out that there is one guy at the very end, (laughs) it might be as they're delivering the line, but um, he's wearing. The coolest shirt I've ever seen. I I don't know if I noticed you, this, man. He is dancing on the right side of the screen while Roman and Brian are talking to each other. And he's wearing what I can only describe as a cross between a shirt that a pirate and a uh, cocaine dealer would wear. <laughs> I gotta see this now, man. It is a... Like an open, like a like a like a button up where it's open in the middle, mm-hmm. except there's no buttons, guard. Oh God, no, there's no buttons. And the entirety from like the collar all the way to like the bottom where buttons would be, it's just like frilly, like like a foot of frill. <laughs> where is it? Where am I looking to find this guy here? You, it's a oh minute my four fifty six, and it's oh maybe God. the coolest shirt I've ever seen. Oh my god! It's completely open. Not a button in sight. He couldn't close this shirt if he wanted to. It looks like Count Dracula went to the club, man. (laughs) Dude, it looks like a pirate did a mountain of cocaine and decided to go clubbing in Miami. It's crazy. That's fucking awesome. It's like he's right next to a guy in all white. Man, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. It's and I just want to give the guy props because, like, 
you have to have the biggest balls, like balls of steel to show up in the public wearing that shirt. Bro, that's how Mozart went out to the bars after he gave a <laughs> performance, man. Dude, that guy looks like fuckboy Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. Great. Um, I might title this episode was f- Fuckboy Mozart fuck boy just for Mozart. that, man. Dude, I saw that and I laughed so hard. It was like my favorite part of the episode. After all of the dumb shit that happened and you just see that guy dancing in the background, fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. I'm, I was almost out in the middle of this episode and then I saw that guy and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm back in. Yeah, dude. Oh, man, that's, and then, that's and awesome. And then Roman delivers one last line. He says, um, you got a pen? Yeah, I assume there's some says, punchline next week. And then he says, it's about to get... Yeah. Guard, what, you, what is it going to get? I have what could it possibly my get? brain, dude. I, something pen-related that it's about to get. <laughs> In a Miami club. It's about to get... What does he need a pen for? The num- the girl's numbers? I, I, that's a good question, man. I've It's got to be a pen no pun, clue. right? And he he says pen, right? Because he kind of mumbles his way through that. That's line what as I well. yeah. That's what I'm curious about because I don't. He I'm like not touches sure his pockets pen. and he turns to Brian. And he's like, "You got a pen?" And I'm like, "You're in a club. What what kind of question is that?" It's about to be so raining to be numbers something. in here, dude. It's about to <laughs> get. Do I don't. You got know. a pen? Because I'm gonna do some Sudoku. <laughs> Yeah, that might be You think, that's, you think that's, that's it? That could be it for sure. Thanks, Ann. <laughs> that's that's my best guess. Hey, it's no better than any of mine, man. I have no <laughs> idea what he's about to say. <clears throat> okay, well, that's where it that's where it ends us. We're in the club. I'm excited to see how this club goes for them. Real big cliffhanger. I'm excited to see what kind of shirts we see in the rest of the club. God, man. I'm excited that's... to hear what Roman needs a pen for. I'm pumped up. A lot up to for look the forward to. Situation. There's a I'm lot also to pumped look forward up. To, I guys. just typed in our Google document, Fuckboy Mozart. <laughs> that's the title of this episode, man. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, it has to be. Has I mean, be. that's so intriguing. Imagine, listener, think back to an hour ago. <laughs> and you've been waiting this whole time to, to wonder when are they what gonna the get? fuck is that in reference to. When are they possibly going to get to Fuckboy Mozart? Um, well, that being said, Stone, sh- shall we wrap it up there and get into any other stuff? Yeah, guard, please give me any other stuff you have here's a problem i did have another stuff and i've forgotten what it was it was a good one too do yours first and see if i can remember mine stone okay um guard my other stuff is a book okay um i bought myself a book because i decided i wanted to get into gardening oh hell I'm reading yeah. a gardening i'm reading a gardening book nice um so uh <laughs> That's that's what I'm doing for fun on the weekends is reading a book about gardening. That sounds uh, nice. I'll keep you updated on how the gardening journey goes. Sure, why not? <laughs> it's like I'm becoming a different. It's like Car Guy Stone, but Garden Guy Stone. But this one is um. One of, it's it is time for it's your useful. Quarterly. It's useful, and it's not just a way to just not a pit to throw money yeah. into <laughs> like a gonna, car would be. It's about time for your quarterly hobby change. So that makes yeah, sense. it is. It is the thing. <clears throat> yeah, and. The thing is with uh, this one, still can't do it. I live in an apartment. Where the fuck am I going to garden? <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So, so about as useful as Car Guy Stone is Garden Guy Stone. Okay, great. Um, I don't remember my other stuff, Stone, so I'm just going to tell everyone to have a great day for my other stuff. Have a great day. Uh, as always, that's all the time we have. But remember, 
to keep it 55th Street. 